Welcome to Scuttlebutt in a Cup of Joe. I'm Trisha Menke, the museum's curator of education. I am the resident lover of all things behind the scenes here, and I am back with my absolute favorite branch of the NHHC, the Underwater Archaeology Branch. You may have seen one of our previous Scuttlebutt episodes in which we were out with Augustin Ortiz. He took us out into the field so we could see what the archaeologists were doing out there in the river. But today, we are back in the lab with Kate Morand and Shauna Daniel. Hi, ladies. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for being with us today. Take us into your side of things. What goes on on the lab side um, day in and day out? Well, on the lab side, uh, it's a very interesting uh, aspect. We do a lot of work. Uh, we work closely with the archaeologists uh, when we do certain aspects. Uh, when they are out in the field, we sometimes accompany them to help with recovery of some of the artifacts, making sure that they are stable when they come up and uh, cushioned in a way that when they come to the lab, uh, because some of these can be very fragile, come into the lab that there's nothing um, wrong with them as during the transportation of them. We also help out with the research aspect uh, a lot of times, uh, even before and after uh, with the archaeologist. But when the artifact comes into the lab, sometimes that's, to me, where uh, the magic happens. Uh, when you are out in the field, you get these artifacts and it's the excitement at first. But then when you start getting into the research of it and actually figuring out what kind of artifacts we have here and tying them back into the site. And some of these artifacts that we work with actually have um, marks on them that can help us uh, better understand uh, the Navy history and the sites that are connected with it. So um, on the lab side, we uh, there is a lot more going on than a lot of people think. Uh, and we tie that in with the archaeology and help them out in that aspect. So I might be way off here, but if you remember at the beginning of Titanic, where they find the, the picture and they're cleaning it off, is that anything like your daily life? Well, that particular scene in Titanic, uh, that is a dream for some conservators. Uh, it would be very nice to be able to open something up so easily and have something be cleaned off so magically uh, and be able to be in a good state of preservation. Uh, so we don't always get that. Uh, most of the time, uh, things come up and they're very fragile and we have to deal with them in a certain way. Um, uh, especially, especially things that come up from underwater sites uh, are in a category of their own uh, because they have um, years of uh, degradation happening in a wet environment. So we got to make sure that they stay in that wet environment. Mm -hmm. uh, and a lot of them, uh, when they come up, they're mm, the best way to. Uh, to explain this is that most of them are covered in what we call concretion, which is these, um, it's iron, sediment, and corrosion, um, and sometimes sea life brought in, and over time it builds up around the artifacts. So most of the time it comes up covered in this stuff, and one of the things that we have to do is clean that off. So it's not that... Um, bring it up, it's ready for a museum in the next month or so type of uh, work we do here. So that's uh, in a nutshell. 
So they were close, but they made it look yeah. Yeah, they not really is. <laughs> you are correct in that they needed yeah. to keep it wet. So <laughs> Yes, that is true. They needed to keep it wet, so they did that. <laughs> Us historians, we're always trying to pick out what's wrong in Hollywood movies, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> so what's the project that you're working on right now? What's going on in the lab? So much. <laughs> I'm sure there's a thousand things all at once, but what's some of the standout projects you have going on? Well, uh, one of the things that uh, I've just uh, recently been working on is some of the artifacts from a uh, Revolutionary War shipwreck, uh, Royal Savage. Uh, and uh, very interesting uh, about these particular artifacts is that, um, like Kate said, you know, a lot of times that we deal with artifacts, we want to make sure that they stay wet, wet from the time they are recovered until they become stable and able to view at the museum. Uh, that's not always the case. Um, some, sometimes uh, we have issues where people bring up artifacts uh, and uh, do their own uh, sort of conservation. And uh, with that being said, uh, some of it is not actually good for the artifact in the long run. Uh, a lot of this happened with some of the Royal Savage artifacts. And so we're having to go back and uh, do some uh, recleaning and restabilization of these artifacts. Uh, again, it was brought up in the 1930s too. So um, this particular wreck uh, was uh, very uh, instrumental in the Battle of Occupé. Uh, and uh, it ran aground, it burned, and uh, it was left for quite some time. And then in the 1930s, uh, 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 is it Hecklin? Yeah, Hecklin. Hecklin. Yeah, I was like, "What is that guy's name?" <laughs> uh, he actually, he actually was the one that brought that uh, brought it up. Um, and uh, during that, at that time, he did have uh, uh, some methods that were, you know, available for him. But uh, things have progressed uh, a lot in the way of conservation, and so we're having to go back. Um, and take care of that. So there's different ways we've been doing that. Um, I do have one to show you um, really quickly. I hope you can see it. This is what it, I don't know if you can, maybe this there is what go. it looks like. Yeah, there you go. So this is one that's not been like treated. It's covered in shellac. Um, and the, you can still see some corrosion on it, even on the inside, and it still could be corroding um, underneath. And so we're removing the shellac and uh, then retreating it with proper um, conservation methods of coating and putting in a protective coating. So here is a kettle um, leg uh, that uh, I recently cleaned. It's not fully conserved yet, but uh, we've cleaned, removed the shellac, and we now have some protective coating on it. Uh, hopefully, uh, we'll be ready for museum display soon. So, yeah. Perfect. We'll have to put in our requests here pretty soon then. <laughs> <laughs> Before I ask my final question, I do have kind of a fun question for you. Do you have a most memorable moment or day on the job? Something that sticks out as, man, this was a really cool day to do my job. I mean, there's there's been several occasions where we kind of pinch ourselves and we're like, yeah, this is cool. Like this is this is a great day. Like we did 
we did some fun stuff today, but I mean, I guess I'll share um, one of my memories. We, um, we were able to receive a particularly interesting artifact, which is a Howell torpedo. It's an early 19th, or excuse me, a late 19th century steam-powered torpedo that was actually manufactured by the Navy. When it arrived, it arrived on a C-130 transport in Andrews Air Force Base. And so we actually got to drive our box truck out onto the landing, um, the runway, um, have the C-130 kind of pull up and have them put it straight into the back of our truck, which was kind of an exciting experience. Air Force One was in the background and, you know, it was kind of late at night picking up this really exciting artifact on the tarmac. So that was kind of a fun experience. And that artifact has actually been treated and conserved and is at the Naval Undersea Museum now on display. So everybody go out there and visit that museum in order to see that artifact. It's pretty cool. Um, My uh memory that I have uh, was on a particular carinade that was recovered from the USS uh, Revenge. And this one uh, was, again, like I said, was actually covered in concretion uh, when it came to us. It's uh, uh, close to a war of 1812 uh, uh, wreck. And when it came to us, we there were no markings, no nothing to indicate uh, what what year it was made, when it was made. Uh, so we were using our air scribes and pneumatic tools that Kate was talking about, and we started cleaning, and all of a sudden we started seeing markings and more exposure of that uh, surface. We began to see um, that it was uh, British made, um, and we actually have a date on it. It says 1798. Uh, it was so exciting that day. We were just uh, very happy to find this. I think we feel very humbled and very honored to be able to be the next people to take care of those things. Mm-hmm. That might be a nice segue into my final question. You know, how does the work you do support the Navy generally, but also enlisted sailors? Our museum's mission is to tell the stories of enlisted sailors who are often lost to the historical record. So how does your work support those people? Well, I think, I mean, if I can speak to it, um, one of the beautiful things about underwater archaeology is that when we encounter a shipwreck, a lot of the times it is essentially a time capsule and it, it appears in much the way, the same way that it did when it went, went down in whatever circumstances that it went down. And so the beautiful thing about that is that life was, is kind of frozen and you, you can see that every day activities that happen on board the ship instead of, um, you know, just the big names, the big events, you see what the sailors were wearing, what the sailors were handling, what the sailors had in their personal effects. Um, You know, we found very interesting kind of mishmash of things. We found, you know, chess pieces and games that, you know, sailors had in their personal collections. We found musical instruments. We found all kinds of things that give us this kind of more intimate picture into everyday life and this kind of, I guess, richer understanding of life on board these Navy vessels, which I hope sailors today find find interesting and, and moving. All of us at the NHHC, um, but also wider, um, 
appreciate your work because it does give us that opportunity to tell those stories and with the work that you do both in the field and then in the lab, it gives us a chance here at the museums to tell those stories and to be able to um, use those artifacts to give a fuller picture of sailors from the past. So I know that we want to take a little bit of a tour around the lab. Um, I'll give you guys a chance to get back together, get your mask back on, um, and you can show us around. I will turn it over to Shana okay. and we can show you around a little bit. Yeah. What ship is that cannon from? This is from the USS Revenge. Uh, it's the carinade that I just mentioned that has some of the... Uh, markings on it. Uh, there's a uh, crown on it that means that it's uh, a British uh, made and then it has a proof mark saying that it's been uh, proved by the British and it has 1798 and then it has a WG which is the makers of this particular uh, cannon and then down at the bottom we actually have a weight and it's in weights uh, pounds English pounds. So it's six, nine, and 14. Uh, so uh, I don't remember exactly what the poundage was in English pounds, but we do have those markings. So. But this whole thing um, was covered in a very thick concretion. You can see a little bit of it, kind of like right there, but the whole cannon was covered in it. And it was probably like half, like half an inch to an inch thick yeah, in a lot of so, places. So wow. this yeah. was our our air scribe, yeah. our air scribe project. Yes. But it's nice when we have a really beautiful original surface under all of that concretion to reveal. So maybe uh, the trumpet. You want to see an artifact that has finished treatment? Yes, indeed. So you kind of the finished product. Oh, it is obviously a trumpet. Yeah. <laughs> and it was recovered from USS Houston in 2011. It was recovered without permission. Shauna mentioned there's sort of a whole class of artifacts that have come to us over the years that were removed from second military craft or terrestrial military craft without permission. And come to us in various states of stability. Um, this one came to us um, pretty corroded. It was all kinds of fun colors, but um, over the years we've been able to desalinate it or remove all the salts, do some mechanical cleaning. In this case, we used um, abrasive media. So kind of a very gentle blast, like blasting process. And then we had a corrosion inhibition treatment that was applied so that future corrosion products are discouraged from forming. And then we had a final coating with a microcrystalline wax just to seal in everything and help, help corrosion not develop in the future. So, and you'll notice that the trumpet is not super shiny. It's not, um, we didn't straighten any of the the bending that's happened over the years. This is an artifact with a history. It's an artifact with a story. And so we like to try to respect that in conservation. We try not to remove anything or add anything that is not necessary. So try to respect the integrity of the 
of the artifact. Just so everybody who's watching is aware, the Navy operates 10 separate Navy museums across the country, including ours, the National Museum of the American Sailor. Um, but you can visit any of the 10. They are all open to the public and you can see artifacts that these guys have conserved and worked on at pretty much every single museum. Is there anything else you wanna show us or share with us before I let you get back to work? One of the other things that we do here is we have a uh, very robust internship program where we have various, uh, usually juniors or seniors um, and uh, graduate students come in and actually experience, you know, hands-on practical knowledge that they can uh, take forth in their uh, studies. A fantastic opportunity for students. We'll see if we can get the link, um, hopefully here, if I'm pointing somewhere, hopefully we can get the link in here. Um, so some students will be able to join you. Thank you again so much for having me. Um, we'd love to do it again when you've got some new artifacts in or you're in your new space. Um, but until now, uh, or until then, I should say, I will see you later. Thank you.